0: In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I would like to talk with you all today about an important Christian quality and characteristic. Uh, And that characteristic of of a Christian, of Christians, that quality, is loyalty. Uh, And in order to get us thinking about this, I would like for you to imagine the most loyal person you know. Uh, who is that person for you? The most loyal person you can think of. That person who has stuck by you through thick and then who has always been by your side no matter what. Who is the most loyal person? You know, think about that uh, for a minute. Uh, because again, loyalty is an important Christian quality and characteristic. It's something that, that God calls each and every one of us to exemplify. Uh, and to live out. Uh, It is a a characteristic of each and every Christian. And, as we're going to see today, it it is one of the primary, if not the primary, characteristic of God himself. Uh, There is this word in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew language, the the language of the Old Testament, there is this word that that kind of um, captures this, this loyalty that God has for us. Um, the, the Hebrew word is chesed. Chesed. I would like for all of you to learn that word with me today, and so repeat after me, chesed. chesed. Yeah, you've got to get a little bit of phlegm in your throat in order to, to say it right. Uh, a little tricky to say, but it's an important word, and so I want each of us to know that word today, chesed. Uh, it's, a, it's a word um, that is actually pretty hard to explain, and that's because there's a lot to it. It's hard to capture it, uh, and, and, it's, and it's hard to, to really explain because there's not too many examples of it in our world today to point to. Uh, we have lots of examples in our culture, in our world today, of the opposite, of disloyalty. You can probably think of plenty of those, right? Uh, think of the, the faceless corporation that lets go the faithful employee after 30 years and sends them on their way with nothing but a pat on the back and a box to put their things in. That's disloyalty. Or or think about any number of examples, all the movies that have been made of the spouse who walks away from their partner after 30 years, uh, trading them in for for a newer model, right? And and sometimes that's even celebrated. We have lots of examples of disloyalty. But but even when we talk about loyalty in our world today, it's not exactly this kind of chesed loyalty that we hear about today. Um, For example... Uh, last week, no shock to any of you, I was at a coffee shop, and I bought my coffee, I ordered my drink, I swiped my card, and, and, and then there on this screen that they had on the counter there was this message, uh, a message congratulating me, saying, congratulations, you've earned two loyalty points. Uh, you've probably seen this at other businesses, though, stores, right? Sometimes it's loyalty stars, loyalty dollars. Almost every business has some sort of loyalty program. But, but that kind of loyalty is so different from this chesed loyalty. See, God's chesed loyalty to us as people, it's, it's not transactional. <laughs> it's not contingent upon one party holding up uh, their end of the bargain. Uh, now, at that coffee shop, that was totally transactional, wasn't it? It was totally contingent. That business would show me loyalty, give me loyalty points, as long as I continue to spend money, right? And and the truth is, it goes both ways. I would only be loyal to that business as long as they give me the the product that I want at the price that I demand with the service that I think I deserve. And, And the moment that stops is the moment that my loyalty for them goes away. But again, that is so different From God's chesed loyalty, which is not transactional, which is not contingent, which is not given out, doled out through points or stars or rewards. Uh, If if you were to look up this word, chesed, in any sort of uh, Bible dictionary, Hebrew dictionary, you would find all sorts of translations, all sorts of definitions um, actually, in our reading for today, you, you wouldn't have known it, but in verse 8 of our reading, this word, chesed, comes up and it's translated as kindness. In our version, the New International Version, the NIV, the, the translators put it in as kindness. And, and that's part of God's loyalty, but it doesn't get at the depth of what that word means. Uh, again, lots of people have described it differently, probably because there's no single English word that can capture everything that's found in this Hebrew word. Uh, but, but this week I found one, one good translation, and the one that I liked the best was this, steadfast love, loyalty, loving kindness. Steadfast love, loyalty, loving kindness. That begins to capture everything that's found in this chesed word. If we were to simplify this, I think we could say that it is a loyalty founded upon love, Again, not founded upon points or stars or rewards, but a loyalty founded based upon love. Uh, Another uh, translation that one theologian uh, had that I found this week that I kind of liked in in a more modern vernacular, they said that chesed was one-way love, a love that came from God to us. No strings attached. It's one way. You can't reach up and grab it. You can't pull it down and bring it to you. It just comes from God to us day after day after day, loyally, faithfully, steadfastly. Chesed. It is a one-way love. It's, it's the kind of love that we see displayed in the life of Ruth today, our character that, that we read about in that story from Ruth chapter 1. Uh, Ruth In so many ways, beautifully captures, reflects this chesed love. Uh, If you can remember how the story goes, um, it it was a long story and we only heard part of it. Uh, But the story begins with these three women. We had Naomi at the top. She was the matriarch of the family. uh, Naomi was. And she had with her two daughter-in-laws, Orpah and Ruth. Uh, These three women, Naomi, the matriarch at the top, Orpah and Ruth, her two daughter-in-laws, they they found themselves at the beginning of our story in dire straits. Things were not looking good for these three women. And that was because in the male-dominated, oriented society that they lived in, they found themselves with all of the males in their lives gone, dead, deceased, Naomi's husband had passed, and sometime later, her two sons, the, the husbands of Orpah and Ruth, they die too. And so now these three women find themselves with no, no support system, no one to provide for them, no one to protect them, no one to care for them. And, and this is a problem, obviously. And, and so after thinking it over some, it, it seems as though Naomi comes up with the only logical solution. Uh, something that, that makes sense, a plan uh, that was probably hard to come to, but is, is reasonable in every sense of the word. Naomi decides she is going to leave the country she's been living in, Moab, and go back to her homeland, to Israel. To the people that she grew up with, the friends uh, that she knew, uh, speaking the language of her family with, with an opportunity to start fresh and be provided and protected. Uh, Naomi decides she's going to go back to Israel. And, and that will be her chance uh, at renewal. Uh, but that means she's going to have to leave behind her daughters-in-law, Orpah and Ruth. And, and that would be best for them because they're living in the land of their people. Uh, where they can speak their language, surrounded by their support system. Uh, for Orpah and Ruth to, to stay back in Moab means that they might have a chance, at a, a new family, a new husband, maybe to have children of their own one day. And, and so this plan for Naomi to go to her land and, and her daughters-in-law to stay in, in their land, it's, it's best for everyone. It's only sensible and reasonable. And, and Naomi lays out this plan, and, and eventually Orpah agrees. You know what? That's right. I'm, I'm going to stay. I'm going to start a new family. Family, and, and I'll uh, send my mother-in-law on her way. But, but Ruth, uh, Ruth begins to reflect this this chesed, this loyalty founded upon love, this steadfastness. Uh, and here's where we begin to, to see it in our reading for today. Uh, after Naomi has urged Ruth, you know, just stay here with your people, don't follow me. Uh, this is how Ruth replies. She says, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will become my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you from me. That's is a little glimpse of chesed, loyalty, and love. It's a loyalty that comes at a great sacrifice for Ruth, doesn't it? Because again, she's leaving behind a chance at a new life, a new husband, a new family. She's giving up the opportunity to surround herself with her own people in her own land, speaking her own language. She gives all of that up to be with her mother-in-law, Ruth, or Naomi. She travels to a foreign place a far distance away and in a strange land with strange people in a strange language because she loves Naomi. It's it's a loyalty that comes with a sacrifice. It's a loyalty that never asks anywhere along the way, hey, wait a second, what's in it for me? There's nothing in it for for her, at least at the start. It's a a loyalty based upon love uh, that's not exactly fair (laughs) and it doesn't exactly make sense why she would do this. But that is, is chesed loyalty. It's a loyalty that that, that Ruth, as, as we will see, receives. If we were to read the rest of the story, and, and we didn't have time today, uh, we, would, we would see that God faithfully, all along the way, for Naomi and Ruth, provides for them. He cares for them. He pours out that chesed love for them. By the end of the story, they've moved back to, to Israel and God provides a husband for Ruth, a redeemer for their family, someone who will protect them and provide for them and support for them. By the end of the story, they've gone from emptiness and brokenness and death to fullness and life uh, and, and with every good thing that they need. God Uh, reveals his chesed love throughout the story from start to finish. And it is that chesed love that that Ruth so beautifully reflects in her own life. And in that way, I I think she's an example for each of us. If each of us would be a little bit more like Ruth, I think we live in a much better world. All right, so I asked you at the beginning of the sermon to think about the the most loyal person that you know. And I don't know who that is for you. Uh, Maybe for you... Loyalty is that friend who keeps on showing up even though you have flaked out on your last three lunch dates together or who keeps on calling even though you never answer. Uh, Loyalty is very often the dog who, who comes running to the door after a long day, right? I know that when I asked you to think of the most loyal person you know, some of you here today thought of JoJo. Uh, don't tell me otherwise. I know you did, and that's okay, because loyalty is the dog who comes to greet you at the end of the day, even though you forgot to put out food and didn't take them for a walk, and even though you've just been a jerk all day to everyone you worked with, it's the dog who comes running up to greet you at the end of the day. That's loyalty. Loyalty is the soldier who marches off to war, even though they don't understand why they're fighting it, and they don't like their commander. Uh, Loyalty is the spouse who forgives and forgives and forgives, even though you've been self-absorbed and detached and disconnected from your family for months. Loyalty is the Christian, (laughs) the Christian who prays day after day after day, not only for their friends and their family and their neighbors, but also for their enemies Loyalty is the Christian who continues to, to open up the Bible for 5, 10, 15 minutes a day even though they have seemingly a thousand and one more important things to be doing with their time. Uh, loyalty uh, is the Christian who, who gives of their time and, and serves and sacrifices even though they never get a thank you. It's, it's the Christian who goes to visit a church member in the hospital even though they've never formally met and, and this probably won't ever be remembered. Uh, loyalty is God's loyalty, is chesed loyalty for you, a a loving loyalty that he continues to pour out to you even though your prayer life has been laughable and your time in his word has been embarrassing. God's chesed love for you is is the love that follows you and pursues you. It's his one-way love that, that comes down for you even though you've done nothing to deserve it, even though you deserve no rewards, no stars, and no extra points. Chesed, love, and loyalty. I don't know if you know any other Hebrew words, (laughs) uh, but if you only know one, uh, that's a good place to start. In Jesus' name, amen.